0: Welcome to Sparrow Pictures Podcast, where we focus on the stories and not the headlines.
1: Because we believe the stories can change the world. Get, Get ready, ready, because the, the show
0: starts now.
1: One who conquers, I will grant him to sit with me on my throne, as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. He was near, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches.
0: your host, Joy Thayer.
1: And I am Matt Thayer. And uh, we're starting uh, a new little series. We're going to try to do little tiny segments where we're going to break down a, p- a topic that I have been passionate about for a long time.
0: Very long time. What I love about being filmmakers is we get to delve into all different kinds of things, mm-hmm. and especially things that you enjoy. Yeah. And so, you know, they'd always say, if you're a scriptwriter, write what you know. And um, Matt knows a lot about the Bible. <laughs>
1: Well, and so I've done a lot of research for some different projects, passion projects, things like that, but then also just not because not the passion, no, sorry. Um unfortunately, I wasn't a part of that gigantic project, but um but uh yeah, so one of the things that I'm really passionate about is uh the last days or eschatology. Uh it's the a big word. The conversation around revelation and all of that stuff. And, uh, been through, I've read a bunch of books, Mm -hmm. uh, and I've done a lot of research on it and that's not to like impress you as far as from the standpoint of that. I would like for people to feel like they can challenge some of the things that I'm saying. Um, I don't like it when people say like, Oh, I've read all of this stuff. And so therefore, you know, what I say that that's, that's dumb.
0: I'm pretty sure I challenge you on that. You do. Everything. You
1: challenge, yeah. Well, and that's one of the reasons why um, I'm really glad that you're here, because as we break down some of the stuff, mm-hmm. you know, we want to make sure that it's clear, that it's simple, that it's easy for people to go, oh, because I want it to be revelatory. Because the, that's one of the things about Book of Revelation, is that it's shrouded in confusion. Um, it's just kind of this enigma at the end of the Bible for a lot of people, and um, it's not... It's called the book of Revelation, not the book of confusion. So,
0: yeah, this is, I think for me, it's been one of those topics that I, I agree I'm, I've been passionate about, but silent about mm. because it was like, Uh, Sports. I never talked about sports. (laughs) Didn't talk about politics. And when it came to religion, I really like sharing the good news and I like sharing God's love. And so um, Revelation seemed to be something that was so confusing for people. Mm -hmm. And they would bring in all these other scriptures and all that kind of stuff. And then it would turn into an argument. And I was like, no, but the conversations that we've been having actually bring Clarity and peace and um, and
1: actually brings revelation into that good news yeah so, and
0: so I was like, okay, this is something that I, I would I'd love to be a part of this conversation
1: yeah so um, before we get into that real quick, just um, sponsor uh, mr. my pillow oh, uh, yeah. Mike Lindell Speaking thank of you for Christians. being a part of um, our projects I've never seen him without his silver uh, cross necklace yeah. And uh, so he is a big uh, supporter of our show and so many shows that a lot of you watch. So um, please support him, support us. Use the promo code Spiro S P E R O. And uh, but anyway, so let's get into uh, what it is that I wanted to break down today. Okay. Um, So so this what I'm going to try to do uh, is break down stuff in like I said chunks. Okay. So that it's kind of like an aha moment, and then you know the next one we'll unpack something else, and hopefully. You know, um, you know, you'll be able to listen to these things and share them, uh, and and cause conversation because that's the whole point, right? So, um, all right, so the last days,
0: the last days,
1: the last days, are we living in the last days?
0: That, is that a trick question?
1: Well, no, I'm just saying it's that. That's what a lot of people are asking right now mm-hmm. because people will look at the newspaper and they'll say like, it's looking so bad. It's got to be the last days, right? Because it's supposed well, I, to get really bad and then Jesus is supposed to come back I and even fix have, everything. You
0: know, non Christian friends that have heard about um, being left behind mm-hmm. or the mark of the beast or anything, right. and they're going, We're definitely living in right. the biblical apocalyptic the, times. The,
1: the, the last days, Armageddon's around the corner, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, right? So, okay. So, the, those. Comments come from the Bible, come from a couple of places in the Bible, and uh, a lot of people will say, "Well, Peter and Paul both said we're living in the last days." Okay, all right, and so one of the scriptures that that's from is is actually from uh, Timothy, Second uh, Timothy, three. One and it says, but realize this that in the last days, different difficult times will come for men will be lovers of self, self lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, gossips without self control, brutal, haters of good. I mean, he just goes on and on, and people are like, well, he's describing art. Our times, yeah, right. So I mean, I would. He must be talking I about us. I could be like,
0: how did he get to twenty twenty
1: three? right, exactly. He had a time machine. Um, but then also in Second Peter, and I'm just going to go ahead and read this because I pulled this up on the uh, Blue Letter Bible. Uh, it says, uh, "Know this, first of all, that in the last days, mockers will come out with their mocking, following after their own lusts." So very similar kind mm-hmm. of conversation also, here. also
0: feels like the world economic forum right, right you know, exactly like, yeah so so then, so, yeah keep going
1: so anyway but but the the, the thing that w- we as filmmakers are always thinking about is mm. who's our audience right now
0: sure now who's our target audience
1: right who's the target audience and the bible while it was penned by paul and peter we hold to the fact that God was the inspiration. He was mm-hmm. the, he was, so the it's inspired Word of God. So God was communicating with humanity through this book and okay. c- continuing to do so. But originally, there was a target. There was a target audience. And one of the things that you have to do in Bible study is you have to think about context. And you have to think about, like, what was the context not only of the verse within the chapter and the book and, you know, what was the whole book saying, but what was the, who was the author and who was he writing to? Okay. Okay. So, at the time that these things were written, Paul and Peter, it was about it was about mid 60s. So, where do, in the first century.
0: Where do people get that information?
1: Well, most of the time in in most Bibles and and this is um, this is actually uh, the
0: Founders, the Founders
1: Bible. Bible, which if you go to foundersbible.com use promo code Sparrow, you'll get mm-hmm. 20% off. Um but if also you go to america, also way, not, made in america not made in China. and it's and it's wonderful it's 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 like a it's like a uh it's like a bible and a um it's like a bible and a history book altogether um but right here as second timothy at the beginning of the of the book it says date written around 67 AD okay okay so this is so a lot of bibles now especially study bibles they'll have some sort of thing at the beginning, kind of synopsis of what the book is about and who it was written to and things like that, some who historical context. And um, and so, Paul was beheaded in 67 AD, as far as 67, 68 AD. Wow. Dates, dates are always a little bit fuzzier back then because they were just transitioning over into the Anno Domini, year of our Lord from BC, and so it's a little bit... And then also there was a transition from the the Jewish calendar, right? Right. And so, um, so anyway, so that's why when people say like, "Oh, I was around these times," it's because it's what, a little what bit. What I find
0: interesting about the Jewish calendar mm-hmm. is also a secular calendar, mm-hmm. and uh, you know,
1: lunar lunar mm-hmm. calendar. Yeah,
0: and most all other calendars are a linear yeah. calendar. So, yeah. there's a beginning and an end.
1: Yes. Okay. So anyway but uh so so Paul writes to Timothy from prison Nero the big bad Nero mm-hmm. who was disgusting beyond belief um was persecuting the church Peter was also in prison Peter was crucified upside down wow during this time
0: That's
1: dark. Very dark. I mean, we're talking the darkest stuff that, like, you think you were being persecuted just because somebody's arguing with you on Facebook or you got deleted off of Twitter. Um, At least you're not being crucified upside down or dipped in oil and used as a torch for a garden orgy. I mean, that's what was going on. Okay. So, yeah, very gross. Um, And this is the environment in which these guys were writing this. Mm -hmm. So... Now, the other thing was that it was written to a lot of people who were of Jewish origin or Jewish belief systems that came out of that Judaism into believing that Jesus was the Messiah. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. So, what was going on was Paul and Peter were talking and referring to what's ironic is that there's a lot more references to the last days in the Old Testament than there is in the... New Testament. Oh. And Okay,
0: what, so I, I was, you know, growing up, I was taught that the references to the last days in mm-hmm. the Old Testament was like in Daniel.
1: No, there's there's, uh, there's actually several. There's uh, there's one in Jeremiah 30, 24. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Isaiah 2, 2. Uh, Hosea 3, 5. Micah uh, 4, 1. And then there's uh, the famous one that, um, that Peter... You know, announces in Acts two in Joel, where it says, "In mm-hmm. these last days, the Spirit will be poured out on all flesh, and your children are prophesied." All of that, right? Right. Well, so what what they were talking about was the last days in the in the Old Testament prophets. They were talking about the last days of the old covenant,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. At that time, when Paul and Peter, like, the the Gospels were written, there was a handful of letters that were being circulated, but there was noth- nothing like, you know, a like book this. of the New Testament yeah, that was, was just no like, you know, there was no compilation yet, right? So, mm-hmm. they were preaching from the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And what people don't realize is that up until 70 AD, the Old Testament sacrificial system was still in place. Mm-hmm. And then 70 AD came along and the Romans wiped out Jerusalem, which we'll be talking a little bit more about in further episodes. But that was what most people, most scholars agree, that was the end of Judaism as it was formerly known. Right. Under the Old Covenant. Yeah. And the New Covenant was ushered in. Now, the other thing that was interesting was that at the point when Paul and Peter were writing this... Was that Jesus himself, who had prophesied the destruction of the temple, mm-hmm. right? We're talking about it's been almost 40 years since he'd said that mm-hmm. and it hasn't happened yet. And so when they were
0: writing that. Okay.
1: So they were pointing to it, saying, like, he said that the temple was going to be destroyed. The Judaizers, mm-hmm. the Jews that were saying, like, you're a bunch of hogwash were also saying, he said it was going to happen. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Right. And so they were using that to to um, con- try to convince people that this whole Christianity thing was so based off of a lie. Right. Right? And so there was all of this persecution that was going on. It was the first time the Romans had been persecuting. So there was a lot of people that were falling away. There were a lot of people that were second guessing what the apostles were were teaching. Mm-hmm. And here it is, Paul and Peter who die before the end of the sacrificial system saying – D- don't hold hold on, you know, people that hold on will overcome.
0: So when Paul was writing to Timothy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: why was he writing Timothy? What was his goal in those writings? Well, he
1: was encouraging, he was encouraging them uh, underneath a, a massive persecution, like disgusting, perverse persecution.
0: Because of the things that Nero was doing. Because
1: of the things that Nero was doing mm-hmm. and then also um, the, the, the Jews. So there was, there was this kind of um, Marriage, if you will, between Rome and Jerusalem. Wow. At the time to enact persecution against and this and squash Christianity. Mm-hmm. And Christianity almost died on the vine mm-hmm. during the 60s of the first century.
0: So, this is what they were talking about. They weren't referring to the end of time, they weren't
1: referring to the end of time,
0: they were referring to the last days. That of that old covenant of the old covenant, and they understood that because why?
1: Well, because they were referring to the to the old covenant uh, of prophets, and the prophets referred to so. Like here, it says in um, in uh, Jeremiah, it says, "The fierce anger of the Lord will not turn back until he has performed and until he has accomplished the intent of his heart in the latter days." You will understand this. Mm-hmm. Um. Isaiah says, now it will come about in the last days, the mountain of the house of the Lord will be established as the chief of the mountains and will be raised above the hills and all of the nations will stream to it. And so when they saw, and then in in Daniel, there's a prophecy in Daniel where there's a statue Mm -hmm. and it's the four kingdoms, Babylon, Persia, um, Greek, and then Roman, and then the mountain, a, a stone that's uncut by man's hands comes and crushes the feet, and then turns into a mountain that covers the whole earth. So, this is, so when they hear, when they're reading this stuff in Isaiah, they're going, oh, Jesus is the mountain that's mm-hmm. supposed to cover the whole earth, the kingdom of heaven. And so, when Jesus, and it also lines up with the parables of Jesus, where it's like the the leaven of the lump, right? So, there's, you know, a little bit of leaven, leavens the whole lump, or the kingdom of heaven is like the seed of a mustard seed, right and it turns into the tree right so um
0: so if we go back to the target audience that yep. we we were starting with mm-hmm. right so why so how is this Book. How are these scriptures relevant now? Because now each generation mm-hmm. has applied it to their generation. Right. You know, I I, I wanted Alex to find a country boy can survive from Hank Williams <laughs> Jr. because <laughs> he's <laughs> talking about the preacher man's talking about it, it's the end of times. Right. You know, and I grew up with that song and listening to that, and so that generation felt like. Well, they were in the last days, and each generation has has felt right. like that, and now this generation, uh, you know, our generation right. especially grew up with that teaching, and now they're like, "Oh my goodness, this is for sure it because look at these dark things, and it feels just as dark as Nero, but you're saying that that God didn't oh,
1: they were thinking it was the end of the they were thinking it was the end of the world. I mean, they were thinking it was so bad that it couldn't get any worse back then.
0: So who who is the target audience and what was the Why is it relevant now? Why is it relevant now?
1: Okay, so it's relevant now because um, there's reasons to hope because it actually lines up with the good news, mm-hmm. right? The good news is that the kingdom of heaven is supposed to be spreading across the earth, mm-hmm. right? And when the church relinquishes her spiritual authority and doesn't pray against the destruction of God's enemies and right. doesn't pray for the release of his spirit across the earth and we believe that we're supposed to check out, mm-hmm well then we actually we're the ones that were given the authority mm-hmm. that's what jesus said and so it's kind of like it's kind of like anybody that's honest if you've given two weeks notice <laughs> at your job you kind of half ass it you know those last two weeks and so a lot of christians believe that we're on our way out of here mm-hmm. and so so what if the world's going to hell my place is in heaven, I'm getting right. sucked out of here, too bad for those of you that are going to be left behind. Yeah. And then it then just becomes more of a rescue mission at that point, where you're just trying to save souls, which there's nothing wrong with that. I think we need to be saving people, we need to be presenting the gospel of Jesus Christ to people and giving them the opportunity to give their hearts to Him, right. but then we're a part of it's, it's a mission we're a part of a mission to yeah. continue to help spread the glory across the earth mm-hmm. and when when you look at it and why it's relevant now is that jesus prophesied that it was going to happen the prophets prophesied that it was going to happen the mm-hmm. old covenant has been severed the new covenant is released and mm-hmm. now we're the guy we're with the guy that's the king of kings and the lord of lords. and yeah. so we're unstoppable. um and it's not so that we can have dominion so we can have authority over people. it's not about that. it's a, it's it's a different type of kingdom and that's what jesus came to reveal. Mm-hmm. so anyway, but that's probably as much as we have time for today. yep. so hopefully you found this interesting, hopefully you found it enlightening.
0: ask questions.
1: ask questions and um and then please don't forget to go to spiropillow.com. And, uh, and, and help support us there, help support Mike. Um, he is a, is a wonderful man. As I've I've met and worked with him, and uh, we have met work with him, and, um, and he's got he's, such he's great products guy. on and, there.
0: You know, yep. it, I think that it's a little bit ironic that Bed Bath and Beyond is going out of business after they canceled him, because they that's where you used to mm-hmm. be able to find my pillow products, and they had it in Costco mm-hmm. and Kohl's and all of these things. And Mike hasn't even raised his prices during inflation. The
1: shipping super he reasonable.
0: Loves the Lord. He puts his money where. His mouth is. He has invested in uh, Christian film projects. He Mm -hmm. really wants to share the truth, and he wants to heal this nation and um, heal this land. So we just thank you so much for Mike and they have some little Bible my pillow. Uh, oh yeah,
1: they got the. We're, we've got some ordered. we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll show you we'll when we unboxing. get them. Um, there's there's like little Bible stories on kids pillows, which is yeah. which is really cool. So, anyway, um, love you guys and thanks for watching. And we will see you next time we do this. God bless. Looks like you've been sleeping well, Megan. He's back.